This is Cafeteria Talk, the podcast. We talk about any and everything, just like the days at the cafeteria tables, hanging with your boys, your girls, chilling, relaxing, all cool, shooting some b-ball outside of school. I'm your boy Quattro, back on the mic. What's good, everybody? This is Nua, DJ Nua. What's good? What's good? It's your boy Slick Rob. You already know what the deal is. Hey, what's up, guys? You know it's Kid Kev on the mic. Yes, man, we're back. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm losing my words right now. This is crazy. But uh, welcome back, man. How you guys been? How you guys been quarantining and social distancing? It's been you know, tough. Right. It it's has been tough. been tough. I feel that it, it it's boring. But I'm trying to make the most of it. As should you guys at the homes chilling. But you guys, let me do a little quick little business real quick. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official, and you can follow us on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. We got some very big things coming, but I'll talk about it at the end of the episode. But you know how we start every episode off, guys. We do a put on where we kind of talk about something we may have seen, watched, listened to, read, eaten that we think you, the people, should listen to. So uh, I'm gonna let uh, since you the darkest one, Kevin, go first. What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Why, why, why we, why we have to start off like that? We really doing the darkest, my why, guy. Why we well, yeah, that? well, it, it, it's based on what we did like the last episode when like it was Quattro was trying to skip over me and make me go last, so we said, you know what, dark skin people go first, then, ha. Huh. And you know what? Right, okay, I'll... don't the Bible say the first shall be last and the last shall be first? I, I guess you did. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll shut up and I'll take it. But, you know, from my put on, I'm going to put y'all on to Community on Netflix. It has Joe McHale. Uh, who is it? Ken Jong. You know, it's about, you know. The show? Yeah. That's a good it's, show. It's, it is so funny. Like, it's not even funny. Like. It's so funny. It's not even funny. It's so funny. It's not even funny. But I love it. It's so funny. So you guys should go check it out. I know Donald Glover was in. Uh, yeah, Donald. Why did I even forget Donald Glover? He was in, like, wasn't he in a couple seasons? Yeah, he was in, like, Yeah, he was in for a good little bit of seasons. A little bit of seasons. Hmm. I'm check. I'm gonna check that out because I I like Donald Glover, so definitely have to check that one out. Uh, Isn't that, Robert, I guess the Russos also direct a few episodes on that show. They yeah, di- they true. directed a few episodes. Mm-hmm. I think from C the second season. Yeah. I have to go back and look, but yeah. Who's next? Slick mm-hmm. Rob, what is your put on, my friend? My put on looking at, but now nah, my put on is Wizards of Waverly Place, so, you know, on Disney Plus. Longest, I think it's had the most amount of episodes of any Disney show in history. Oh, really? Surprisingly, that's true. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a. After watching it, it's very like it was just a lot of funny, corny jokes and no cap. You could actually believe like they actually live in New York. Not I've gone back and actually watched it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so I guess I'll go next. Uh, I'm gonna put y'all on a a very a movie that I don't think any y'all would expect from me, but here it is. I'm putting Cafeteria Talk listeners on Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Hold your applause. So here's the thing. The movie 
it is not bad. It's not great. There's no applause needed. It's not great, no, it's but it's not bad at the same time. I, I said I said in my review, I said that okay, if right. you take Jumanji, Tomb Raider, and then like root it in like a fifth grade science class, you get Dora and the Lost City of Gold. And I mean, does it have its problems? Yes. But to see those problems, you should go check that movie out. I think it's a pretty okay movie. I think I give it like a six out of ten. So it's not terrible, but it's not great. But that's my put on. Uh, check out Dora and the Lost City of Gold. So basically, if you DJ have like Newell. an hour and a half to kill, just go ahead and basically, do it. Okay. yeah, yeah, for sure. If it was any longer than that, like I wouldn't give it my time. But it was like hour and a half. I was like, okay, cool, I got time. Bet. Like it's a great mm-hmm. quarantine watch. I think. Okay. Wait, Michael well, Pena's in it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it, 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 it had a pretty nice cast. Even Longoria was in it too. Mm-hmm. Uh well, for my put on, I'm gonna put y'all on to a movie that I really think Quattro would really enjoy, assuming he hasn't seen it yet. But uh it it's a story that it takes a twist on the classic Superman and makes him evil. I'm gonna put y'all on Brightburn. I actually have not seen Bruh. that yet. I have you I haven't forgetting seen to Brightburn? watch I keep forgetting that like it's out there. It's crazy, honestly. Yeah. It's like wild. there are some scenes that like y'all know I can handle like really intense scenes. There are some that are like too intense for me. You're a Walking Dead fan, really? Yeah, wow. it's more intense than Walking Dead. What you mean? It, it is more, more intense. intense than Walking Dead. That's crazy. Okay, like Didn't there, there are moments when like, I I had to like I was cringing. Ooh. I'm not gonna like spoil it and say what, but there's okay. a certain there's certain there are certain things that that make me cringe. That's definitely it, didn't James my bad. No, didn't James Gunn direct a movie or had a help in it? Brightburn? Uh I, I don't know. I think know. he did. I think he I think he had some help in it. I saw like a video of him talking about Brightburn. He had Brightburn in the background. Uh he was the, he was one of the producers. Producers, okay. All right, bet. Mm-hmm. It was directed by David Yar Oh, hold up. David Yaravesky. Yaravesky. Oh, that's a nice last name. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a strong last name. Like, imagine that on, like, a, on the back of like an NFL jersey. <laughs> Yaravesky, he's at the 10. He's at the 20. Touchdown! But speaking of touchdowns, that brings us into this month's Cafeteria Talk Sports News Dump. Every month we do a little sports news dump that kind of dropping some news that's happened in the sports world. You know, you would think there wouldn't be a lot of news, but with all the quarantine and COVID shutting everything down, but like things are things are moving almost not as normal, but in a very in a new normal, if anything. And so a lot of different people have been doing a lot of different things in the sports world. And we're going to talk about that today. But first off, let's start with uh, something that's near and dear to uh, Quattro, DJ Noah and Slick Rob's heart, the WWE, the World Wrestling Entertainment. And a piece of news that kind of came out, I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnston oh. answered a question on Instagram Live, and he was talking about uh, his dream match would be coming back and facing Roman Reigns. Here's my, here's my answer to that. Absolutely freaking not. Oh, I was about to say, that would be dope, but, you know, I don't know anything about WWE, so let me just keep my mouth shut like usual. <laughs> At face well, well, value, it is dope. But, like, knowing what I know, like, no, it wouldn't be. <laughs> Like, okay, I'm curious. Like, are you talking about the match in itself or so, the build-up to it? Um, more, more so, like, more so the build-up. Because it, it just feels... No, 
Actually, the build-up would be straight because The Rock will carry it with, with his mic skills. Bet. But Definitely. the match is probably going to be not long. At, it's probably going to be like a Goldberg, one of those. Everybody's going to hit their finisher like twice, and then then the match is going to end in like five minutes. Like, I'm, I would not. And then uh, Roman Reigns nah. is just so weak on the mic. Why is, why, is there even a story there? Nah, well, well, you could look at it. When Roman Reigns, well, technically there could be a story because when Roman Reigns first won the Royal Rumble, it was The Rock who is, that came to the ring and like put his hand up to, mm-hmm. so people can cheer for him, but everyone booed him, obviously. And I wouldn't think the match would only be five minutes because you got to look at it. The Rock, first of all, The Rock is only in his probably early 40s. And when he fought John Cena, bro, like think about it. The Rock, the, look at all The Rock's matches he's basically had a good amount of time to prepare. And The Rock is still fresh and young. He's still in good shape to wrestle. He just chooses True. not to because he, he's all about, you know, when it comes to wrestling, you can get your face messed up and all that, the stitches, and he's a movie guy. You know how The Rock is when it comes to his movies. He doesn't like to get his face all messed up. Yeah. WWE, even though they do fake punches and stuff, you can still get your face messed up and all that from mm. various amounts of cuts and all that that may build up, so... Honestly, The Rock can deliver a solid. His match with Cena was a good almost 30 minutes. Yeah, His match with Punk was in the 20s. So The Rock can deliver a 20-something minute match. I think it'll be doable, but I think people want to see it. Probably not, unless they really try to build up a whole family feud thing because they're cousins in real life. Yeah. I mean, that that would be, like, the only thing. Like, that was, that was the only draw to me. It was like, oh, they're family. That, you know, it'd be kind of a heavy hitter. It just was like with Roman. I'm just like not a fan of Roman Reigns, so that was my only thing on it. But next well, up, what I've oh, noticed about Roman like, is his mic skills are a bit better now that his mic skills are better now that there's no crowd. Really? Okay. So if they do, hmm. if they could continue with this no crowd thing, maybe something decent could come out of it in terms of story. Yeah. But see, I, mean, I don't see like. The Rock's my skills are awesome. I just don't see that translating very well without a fan. Without fans, I feel like it can go the that opposite is true. for The Rock. Mm-hmm. Because like, Rock? yeah, like his his my skills will still be great, but like without a fan, like he said, what he says, what he says, because he knows he's gonna get a rise out of the fans, and with no fans, mm-hmm. no rise. <laughs> you talk about the feed, like feedback that yeah. can make. I I can feel that. I don't really know because I don't think Roman Reigns has been back. Since he said he wasn't doing WrestleMania, so I don't even know if he's even been back when there hasn't been this whole no crowd thing. True. So I don't even, I haven't, I haven't seen him. Maybe he has. I haven't really been watching. I only saw this one thing about Seth Rollins maybe finding McIntyre or something, but that's been it. That'd be nice. But as we continue on, uh, as we know, the next pay-per-view in WWE is Money in the Bank. And WWE has announced a new type of match called the Climb the Corporate Ladder Match. Where basically, our superstars are going to be fighting in WWE headquarters, uh, up to the rooftop of WWE uh, headquarters, and climbing up and getting, and there'll be like ladders and briefcases all all around the the building. I think this is cool. I think my my question, no wait, it's gonna be live because they they leaked pictures of the set. But I'm just wondering how. I'm just I'm excited to see how it's gonna look because like now with with, be, with there being no crowd, you can take more liberties. Right. I definitely can't wait to see how this goes. So yeah, it's gonna. Be... It's going to definitely be very interesting. Um, it's going to be, hopefully, ho- hopefully they put a bit more into the choreo- to the cho- fight choreography of this whole thing. And like, since the whole set, since the whole set is, is the arena, technically. 
Mm-hmm. So when you say live, like there will be people in attendance or no? Like you said, I don't think there's gonna like, be people in attendance because like it's at the headquarters. So I, like, where would you put a fan base? Oh, it, it it's still oh it's still at like it's still at the the training headquarters or it's just like at the headquarters in Orlando. The headquarters headquarters in Orlando. So okay, th- then it's probably gonna get filmed then most likely. Yeah, yeah so they they could make is, it into a movie. They could make it into a movie or they could um. They could just, like I said, just have have people stay, have cameras stationed all over the building along the route mm-hmm. to the elevator, and then that that could, it could work out that way. The set photos make it seem like it might be live. But, yeah, like, or, they, like they're doing or it live, like a live or like stream. a hardy deletion type thing, just with like a ring. But it's it's not it's still going to be filmed. Well, everything's been like pre-recorded, mostly. So, but like how like it's taped live, like how it's it's not no hard cuts or anything, like how. AJ and Undertaker's match was so yeah I get what you mean by that right I mean say what you want about WWE they, they trying to make it happen man they they they, they trying to make that thing happen people have people have kind of dog Vince McMahon because he's been in some mood since you know everything's been going on but they trying to make it do what he do but as we continue on um I have I've watched the so de- WWE has been putting on some Netflix content that's pretty it's, it's pretty solid I, I like it so far like the big show show was Amazing to me. It's one of the best sitcoms I've ever watched. It, Big Show did an amazing job, and then the main event movie was incredibly funny. Uh, very kiddish. Like if you're in, if you're a film buff, you're looking for a movie to watch. I would not recommend it. But if you like WWE, feel free. To, if you got an hour and a half to kill, go check it out. Um, yeah. So kind of a money put on on that. And then the biggest uh, WWE news we have coming out of this month. WWE released a handful, not a handful. They released a, a sizable list of superstars um, during this pandemic. So some of the superstars we know, some of them we love. And it was just really sad to see a lot of these superstars go. So I kind of go through the list and we'll just kind of talk about a couple of them uh, when I finish reading the list. So Kurt Angle, Rusev, Drake Maverick, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Eric Young, Eric Rowan, Sarah Logan, no Way Jose, Mike Ch- Chiota? Chiota? Mike and Maria Chiota. Chiota. Mike and Maria Canellis, EC3, Aiden English, Lilo Rush, and Primo and Epica. I'm hurt about some of these names. I'm, I, I, can't, yeah. I can't even cap. I'm hurt. Like, when I saw Zach Ryder, I was like, no. I was like, no, not Zach. Man, Rusev No Way too. Jose, though. I don't no know Jose is dope. I don't know anything I'm, about I'm it. Kidding. No, no, I'm, no way. I'm definitely kidding. I'm not the biggest fan of No Way Jose. I first saw oh, him when great. I went to I think I went to Raw or SmackDown I forgot which one it was and I'm like mm-hmm. okay no way Jose the theme song is good but he's stupid like the character mm. is just it's a dumb character yeah I did not know Eric Young was even in WWE I remember him from the TNA days same thing about mm. uh, who was it Primo and Epica I, they, I guess maybe one of them must have been injured or something cause I, I didn't even know they were still signed I thought they left like back like when we started high school. Yeah, honestly. exactly. And then to see to see Kurt Angle go, like I knew it was sooner rather sooner rather than later, so I wasn't really too crazy about that. But Rusev, Zack Ryder, like I was I was hurt about yeah, that. Rusev Heath hurts. Slater, Heath has been around since like as long as I can remember, it's been Heath, like the three man, mm-hmm. the one man band. And now he's gone, man. It's sad. Yeah, and, he's like, oh, I didn't even know she said his name. Dang. Yeah, all all them. Rusev was probably the biggest one, though. I was like, why? Rusev was like one of their staple characters, villain heel wise. Yo, 
And then, well, and then now his wife, his actual wife is, has this whole stint. Well, I think their stint with Lashley's coming to an end. Yeah, I think they're sure. building up for that to break off. So they're it's actually, not really working. So they're actually married. Rusev and Lana. Yeah. Yes. He better than me, boy. I could have done a storyline like that. <laughs> he saw that He saw that money. He saw that money. Hey, facts, bro. Piece of change make you do something strange, bro. I tell you. I mean, like it's all about suspension of disbelief. But that's just that's just that's just another one of those. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it uh, the Total Divas Gate. It's just like after watching Total Divas and then seeing stuff like that. It just that's it. It takes away the suspension of disbelief because you know what's real, and it's like which is true, you, bro. Come on, come on. We all know that Rusev and Lana are married. Like this doesn't make any good sense. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think I think the part of it, the reason why, is because I, I think the reason why is just because. WWE takes itself too seriously. Yes. Like, if it sure. was presented as more entertainment-wise, then we could suspend our disbelief, but you have kids right now who still think that it's real. Yeah. Which, well, which is crazy, because you have all these yeah. other divas, why don't you just use one of them? Like, why use somebody who, who we all know is married? <laughs> like, for real, for right. married to this person. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know, because, like, Looking back from the history I know about their little love storyline things, a lot of the people that were in the love storylines, like, kind of dated in real life. Like, I know the one that I remember best is Matt Hardy and Lita and Edge. Their stint, Matt Hardy was actually dating Lita. Then there was another one I can't remember that they actually were, like, together. So I think, I don't know. I think WWE just loves to see if their employees that actually work together date to Mm. set up a whole love storyline thing. I don't know. That's interesting. Because yeah. I know Matt Hardy and Edges was... It, nothing of it was ever serious. I think the only thing Matt Hardy had a problem with is when CM Punk dated Lita. Mm-hmm. And they actually didn't get along in real life. But there was never a little love story thing there. And like that was that was like a scene in, on, the, on the TV. Yeah. So, interesting. It's very interesting. Real quick, before we go into this next piece of news I have, just really, really quick. Me and my brother had a... Not argument. We had a disagreement. We were talking about the Divas Revolution because we we're both rewatching Total Divas right now. And uh, I asked him, I said, what, what diva or divas do you think is the major catalyst for the women's revolution? And he claims that he thinks is uh, Nikki, Bella's, Nikki Bella is the, is the number one, the, the Bella twins are the catalyst for the Divas Revolution or the women's revolution. And my thought is AJ Lee is the, is the catalyst. I think AJ Lee is the one who really created that divide to 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 start out that women's revolution? What did, what did, what did y'all think? Like to like to bring it to light to make it happen? Yeah, I can agree with you there. I can kind of agree with you there because like um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yes that she definitely could have been a catalyst. But I think personally, it really is could technically be Charlotte Flair yeah. from what she was doing in NXT. That's mm-hmm. what I was gonna say. Charlotte Flair was making NXT, like, like, when she was, well, her and Sasha Banks were doing an NXT, even Becky Lynch, all, you can go on for all those girls that was there, but they were putting on way better matches than what the main women were doing in the WWE, plus it was mainly the Bella Twins, and, but honestly, AJ Lee, she was the pinnacle of what the W, she was the top diva or women mm-hmm. wrestler before the women's revolution happened, and she dropped right. that good pipe bomb about Total Divas, which even helped push it even more. I think wrestling-wise, like, match-wise, it was Charlotte Flair, but mm-hmm. Mike-wise, AJ, AJ Lee, because she was dumb. She literally was, like, just like CM Punk when he, he had his reign. She had her reign out every week saying she's the best. 
all that. So, because I honestly, and, I, and I'll leave y'all with this, like, honestly, it comes down to, they're, even though they're, this is, it's a women's division and they're still, and they're all women wrestlers, there's still a, a great divide. They still, they're still divas and women wrestlers in WWE. Mm-hmm. And, it, and people fall into either one of those categories. But as we move on, a little piece, you know, y'all know I'm a UFC fan, so I'm going to talk about a little bit of UFC. 249 was canceled. Disney and ESPN uh, put the brakes on Dana White and was like, hey, yeah, just calm it down. Because he was trying hard to get that, get that to happen. He was trying to get a charter on an island and do all this stuff to, have, to make sure 249 went down, but it got canceled. It will not be happening. Uh, I'm sad. I wanted to see uh, the fights that were going to go down at 249. But as we continue on, the UFC doesn't have that WWE money. Did make them oh, to deem mo- them essential? Certainly not. Well, they gotta have some type of money because they were they were a whole like they were very close to getting that island. Like money was not the issue in getting that island. <laughs> Plus, you already know how Vegas is when it comes to UFC fights. Yeah, true. UFC shout when it comes to that. UFC yeah, probably I, I not think far UFC from being as rich. There was more money to be made. Yeah. Wait, what of was course, that? As as they all are. Oh yeah, there's definitely more money to be paid in UC, in UFC. Any type of boxing, UFC, or mixed martial arts, there's always going to be that type of money. I don't even know why. It's just there. Er, er, I mean, betting. <laughs> betting is just like oh, the yeah, gambling, in, gambling the, in, that, in those fights the, are so yeah, cool. Gambling goes crazy. Vegas is quiet right now. And also since, because like you can't, it's not like basketball or football. Like the, the like Conor McGregor can't fight today. And fight again and fight again next week. Like it, it has yeah, to take significant are spaced time. Out years. Yeah. yeah, so they gotta get their money's worth at least. Indeed. Exactly. But as we continue on, uh a little bit of WNBA news, the Women's National Basketball Association. Uh they had their draft. And most notably, I want to talk about Sabrina Ionescu. She got drafted to the New York uh Liberties at number one. She's the first basketball player female or male, to get 1,000 rebounds, 1,000 assists, and 1,000 points. I mean, she's raw. Like, she deserved it. I, I can't wait to watch yeah, it, see what she does yeah, in, the, I, in, the, in the league. Yeah, I can definitely see her as, like, the next Sue Bird type player. Like, she's just, like you said, she's just so raw. You know, she was mentored by Kobe, too, so that's that's also a big part of it as well. I saw I saw the her interview. And, and she's also, like, bad at the same time. So I oh, yeah, she's fine. She is fine. Like people tell me, like, bro, she's not. I'm like, you're asleep, cause I don't know what bro, you're. She fine. They said she's not. Yes, bro. They say she's not cute. I'm like, you're crazy out your mind. Yeah, that's cap. That's, that's out of cap. your mind. But in the world of the NBA, the National Basketball Association, um, we found I found out today they they said that Kobe's last um season was actually filmed by like a film crew. So could we be expecting a, a documentary? Probably not like now, but you know, I see sometime in the foreseeable future. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Sorry, that was my little sister that walked in. I Aww. thought she was already asleep. Thanks. Yeah, not first. I mean, Same. I I like it because I, I I think with especially if this coronavirus uh quarantine social distancing goes like any longer, um I think they should like one of those like a. Like, we want to give y'all something to get your mind off of everything. Like, here's this, like, Kobe footage. But just do it right. Make sure you get his wife's permission and all of that. And then... Oh, yeah, most definitely. Let's 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 get that rolling. But, I mean, if I don't see that footage anytime soon, I'm not going to be pressed or anything about, like, I'm not going to press them to release that footage. But, you know, it's it's cool to know that his last um, dance, so to speak, was, was filmed. I wonder if uh, Dwayne Wade did the same thing. Uh, who 
knows? Dwayne Wade, he had the whole thing about the tour, possibly. I hope he did. Yeah, that was my favorite part about his last season. I wish I would have gotten that, like, you know. The T-shirt. Yeah, this T-shirt, but I didn't. I don't even know why. I hope he filmed it, because I would love to see, like, if they filmed, like, the day, like when he played the Warriors, when he made that game-winning shot. That jump was so far. I was thinking about that today. I was like, man, I can't believe he did that. Was like, that the same shot where he crashed into Chrissy Teigen and uh, John Legend? What? Oh, my God. I, no, like, remember, like, he crashed into, like, the courtside fans, and, like, it was Chrissy Teigen and John Legend? I'm not sure if it was that game, but... Man, if he had damaged John Legend's vocal cords, I'd have, I'd have to go get him. We'd have to, we'd have to do some rounds. <laughs> I can, you can't mess with John Legend's vocal cords. But as we continue on in NBA, uh, last week we got the first two episodes of the Last Dance documentary featuring the Chicago Bulls. The 19, the, talking about the 97-98 Chicago Bulls. The last season, the last dance. I'm not a documentary guy, but that documentary was fine. It was so good. Bruh. It, you know the documentary is gonna be good when they have the both unrated ver or they have the you know the one with all the cussing in it and stuff like that mm -hmm. the unrated version and they have a, a censored version. That's how you know a documentary is gonna be really good. Oh my god, it was so fire! And like I love how they were talking about. I didn't know how much they hated Cross for real. Like they were berating Yo. that man like to his face in front of the whole team. I'm like y'all crazy. And he put them all together. That's the Part. I'm saying that's the wild but part. That's the thing. Like literally, if you look at it at face value, Jerry Krause did his job. He's like he, he probably can go down as one of the greatest general managers ever. I'm like he put y'all all together. You're gonna like you're gonna berate him like that. I'm like especially yeah, Jordan. I, I feel that Jordan gave it to him the worst. Well, that's the thing. Like that's the thing when it comes to Jordan. Well, well, first thing about Krause, um, because my you know my dad he grew up watching you know that that what's it called, decade of the Bulls dominance. That's when my dad was, like, going in and out of high school. He told me when he watched it, he was like, honestly, he's like, none of us, he's just like, a lot of us ain't like Cross that's, like, fans. Like, a lot of us ain't like him when the whole thing was coming out about them trying to split the team apart and all that, all this and that and stuff. He's like, he's like, when everything was first popping, he was cool, but then, like, when this whole thing um with that Phil Jackson was going to be, it was his last year, this and that. We were mm -hmm. all, like, upset and all that, which I can understand. Mm -hmm. But with the players, I'm not surprised from Mike because Michael Jordan, like, one thing that a lot of people try to hold LeBron over Michael is LeBron is a nicer person. He's a better team player than Michael, which can be kind of true because Michael, you know, Michael was... Michael was a straight shooter through and through. That's He didn't make no friends in the league. That's all I'm going to say. He cared about winning. That he, was it. That's what made him the greatest in my He cared about winning, that's what, and that's why he won. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's why like, he didn't try to make friends along the way like LeBron is. Like, you know, he got CP3, he got, you know, D-Way, he got Melo. Who did, who, Jordan really didn't have anybody like that. Nah. Mm -hmm. But they still respect him because he, he was able to just go out there. Even if you don't like him, he was still able to ball you up, shoot in your face, and, and get the dub. Like, that's the one thing. Like, I wasn't really surprised about Jordan, but some of the other players, I was like, dang, they ain't like him either. And I mean, Jay, Jay Krause, though, like, at the end of the day, at, right on the one hand, you could be like, well, don't fix what ain't broken. But then on the other, other hand, it's just like, Jay, it's, it's, so it's, Jay, it's Jay Krause's job to think about the future. I mean, our team's already won six rings. Our, our players are getting older. You know, some of them probably got one or two years left in the tank. It's time to start thinking about the future. That what, like yeah, then people got then people got mad when he said that he want that he wanted to do a rebuild. Exactly, like, the know, best team the best teams do it for the future. 
the best. Well, like, that's why Bill Belichick almost lost his job trying to get rid of Tom Brady over for Garoppolo. <laughs> which we, that could probably lead us into the NFL part. But one thing I will say, one thing I think the Bull, I think the Bulls, they did do well when they came to rebuilding the whole franchise because the Bulls have still been successful post-Jordan, Pittman, What's his name? Coach for the Kerr, um, Rob Robin, who's probably my favorite, one of the funniest characters from that dynasty. Oh my yeah. god, you can talk about him. Is it, his arc is up tomorrow, right? Not tomorrow, yeah. Sunday. I think Sunday. so. I think and he's so. supposed to be uh, was it narrating it? That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Just because Dennis Rodman is probably the most one of the most polarizing characters pol- yeah, in the NBA ever of all time. But I think I, they've actually been good from a Bulls fan. They've actually been a stable team. It's just that if Derrick Rose never gotten hurt, that's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah, because he was like, you know, he was the he was the man of the organization up until he got hurt. They could have built around him. I honestly think they probably could have won a championship by now if D Rose was still was still in his uh his, his prime, prime, so to yeah. say. I he would have got one on LeBron, just one, not two, maybe just one, but not two on LeBron and Wade and Bosh. <laughs> no, no, yeah, just one, maybe not definitely not two, <laughs> not with that team, but. I did, I did like the Scottie Pippen episode that Saturday night, or no, that Sunday night. Uh, I, I didn't, I never knew, him. I never knew that story about how uh, Jordan was making all this money, and then um, Scottie decided to get his surgery later than he than he should have, and he kind of missed a lot of the season, and like the divide it kind of created in the locker room. I thought that was pretty interesting, but mm-hmm. I did, like, Pippen, oh my bad, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Kev. Uh, I was just wanting to say Scottie Pippen was just. I felt bad for him. He was he's low key kind of stupid in a sense because he did agree to that seven year, eighteen million dollar deal. Which yes, is a little over two million dollars a year. Yeah, if you think about it, and literally they they got his help for for all that just for just for some chump change. Which I it just shows amazing. you the times, bro. Like, there's no way that deal's getting signed today. <laughs> You yeah, think only two, not. You, only two million dollars a year? You think you think, you think Clay's, you think Clay signing a two million dollar deal? <laughs> No, no, come on now, really? We got six rings, and I'm only making uh, thirteen million dollars while my while the oh stars making thirty three. Come on now, your agent couldn't have like you know negotiated a better deal. Like, come on, man, at least get eight mil a year, You're right? Something, cause how good his? I mean, yeah, it was the ninety, so eight million. That's kind of that's a lot of that's kind of a lot of money back then, but. I was just sad. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. was that was definitely sad. I, I thought it was real cap. I was like, Jordan, you could have took a pay cut or something, but I'm saying, oh, Jordan would never take a pay cut. Oh, Jordan, oh, Jordan, don't believe in pay cuts. <laughs> I mean, why should he? I mean, your your agent's job is to advocate for you. If your agent if your agent can't advocate more than two million dollars for you, it's time for another agent. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sad right there. But as we continue on, we finally into this National Football League news. Um, real quick. We found out about a week ago, uh, as a recording this, that Von Miller uh, tested positive for the COVID nineteen. So prayers up to uh, Von Miller. And there was another guy on the Rams that uh, tested positive for it. So he was the first guy to to that first player to be um, to contract it. Yeah, bro. And he was yeah, his a, name's Brian Allen. Brian the Allen, first, yeah, from the Rams. The first NFL player to contact yeah. contact with Corona. The Corona, Jeez, yeah. I yeah. stumbled there. Yeah, so prayers up to them. I, I thought that, I was like Von Miller, dang, bro. Like, yeah, when on. I heard Von Miller got, I was like, bro. And you know, it's funny because they said that he was also training with some dudes. He was training with uh, Brandon McManus, who's the Broncos kicker too. Oh, but he's then, okay. No, yeah, he's okay. He tested for it, 
He yeah, he's all right. So everybody who was training with him, they're all good. Why was he training oh. with the kicker? I don't know. Uh, one thing that you guys probably don't know, him, Brandon McManus and Von Miller, they're really close friends. They're so close that Von Miller is actually the godparent of Brandon, Brandon McManus's kids. Oh, that's dope. So, oh, interesting. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. I was wondering, I was like, he's a DN. That's a kicker. Like, I don't even... <laughs> yeah, they're they're really close. And it's and it's so funny because you wouldn't expect it. I got you. Okay. I mean, Calais and Josh Lambo were really close here. Um, I didn't even know that. Well, yeah, they were, they were no super more. close friends. Yeah, yeah. Don't remind me when I saw him yesterday in the in the drive wearing that Raven shirt. It really broke my heart. I w- that's when it that's when it became real for me. I was like, oh wait, he really is like going to. He's, he's not here anymore. Like, Bro, that man was literally the cover of the Jaguars the for a year. Saxonville. He, this man literally had his own TV show on like was it public t- uh, public cable? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, bro, what did we? But see, but now Josh, Josh Allen is gonna be the new mayor of Saxonville. Y'all wait, just wait, just wait. It's I don't coming. know that kid. From, that that nope. kid from LSU might take it. <laughs> next motion, I, bro. Come on now. We, oh, bro. you go. Oh, you go. Quote prodigy. Next motion, <laughs> bro. He's nice though. We gonna but, get there, but I, I mean, I just don't think above Josh Allen. But uh, real right, quick, he's L, that's LSU though. Well, they're both in the, from the SEC, so you already know they're gonna both be wrong. We got some some controversy, and we probably wouldn't talk about this because you you guys can't really see it since we're on a podcast and it's not like a video. But I thought it was worth mentioning because it's very interesting how this was done. So the, uh, um, a, a few teams in the NFL this year have gotten some new uniforms, notably the Atlanta Falcons, the LA Chargers, the Indianapolis Colts, the Cleveland Browns, and was it the Cow- the, Patriots. the Patriots? And Mo- I who think the first though. I think it was the Falcons, right? The f- nah, the um, who's the first ones I mentioned? Um, you said Atlanta first. I think it was yeah. Who's the, the Falcons must have been theirs first. No, nah, the Colts got the Colts did theirs first. Oh, because real? after that it was just like everybody started re- releasing a new uh, uniform. Like yeah, there are some teams that really didn't need it. There were some Especially teams like, that did it. The and Patriots, I was surprised. The Patriots, that's one I was really surprised. Yeah. The Patriots are in full, full rebuild, full like rebranding mode. Like they, they've been running the same thing since Tom, like with Tom. So like they're they're in full like let's just let's just throw it all on the table, get it all out. We just new uniforms, new schemes, new everything. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. And then I think the one that I liked the most was the Chargers because it looks more yeah. modernized. Yeah, the Chargers is my favorite. Mm. Yeah, the Chargers, those are the dopest ones. But the the Cleveland Browns and the Indianapolis Colts, could y'all spot the difference? Because I couldn't. <laughs> it's, <no>. The stripes. <laughs> I, I, I like the way that the Buccaneers actually went back to their old uniforms. Because those other ones were, the, the old ones that they had before was not cutting it. Mm. I did not like that at all. I mean, with Tom coming there, like they, Tom is like about back to basics. Like He's like, all we care about is football. <laughs> Looking pretty, all that, ain't, ain't all, all that don't matter. That's Six rings don't get you. Being pretty don't get you six rings. All right, he's a he's a vet. He's the vet of the vets. Exactly, exactly. I, what did y'all think of the Falcons? Uh, like the black that fades in the red. I liked it. I thought it was fine. I don't know. It was. Um, I got to see it. Well, I got to see it on the field. Um, like okay, wait, wait, wait which uniform? Like the it's the, the it's, way or, it's the black one that yeah. has like the red fading into it. Oh, it's 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 decent. It's decent to me. Yeah, like the internet was ripping them apart. They're talking about they were equating them to the um oh freaking me. That movie the with Adam Sandler. Oh, you oh the yeah, Gridiron the game. longest yard. The longest Wait, yard, what? yeah. Not the gridiron game, the no. longest yard. <laughs> I was Wait. gonna say, my guy. 
Gridiron Gangs with The Rock. Yeah. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm tripping. But yeah, so those were the NFL new unis. Uh, y'all feel free to go check those out uh, online. Like, some of them you'll like, some of them I think you won't like, but you just have, it's up to you. And then we also found out, if you're all our Madden fans out there, Lamar Jackson will cover the Madden 21 uh, video game. It was kind um, of inevitable. Yeah. I, I kind of I saw that coming. I just hope you don't get the curse. Hey, mm-hmm. I mean, Patrick Mahomes got the curse. He got a Super Bowl MVP. ring out of it, so... Yeah. It's, like, it's like Lamar Jackson said, I want that curse. Yeah, he's he like, I want that curse. He's like, I want the curse. Bro, he's but supposed I mean, to get it. But Patrick Mahomes is also ast- astronomically better than Lamar Jackson. Like, there, there really oh, is no... No, 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 sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, no, sir. Did you just say... Cyrus, I'm sorry. Did you just say that Mahomes is better than Lamar? Robert, that is a fact. From a quarterback standpoint, yes. No, no. Yes. You crazy out your mind. If we're talking about true... If we're talking about true quarterbacks, yes. Okay, okay. Think think about it like this, Rob. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. Game for your game for your life. Twenty seconds left on the clock. Forty yards from the end zone. And you got you have to you have you you gotta stretch you gotta stretch the field. You got 20 20 seconds left on the clock. Fourth quarter. Game for your life. You gotta stretch the field. That means you have you you gotta pass the ball. You gotta pass the ball. Who you going? Who you giving it to? Because I'm giving it to Mahomes. Mahomes. Okay, bro. Who? Okay, wait. You said okay. Pause. You said twenty seconds. How how many yards I gotta go? Forty yards. Let's say you said twenty. 40, 40 yards. 40. 40. No, 40. 40 yards. Yeah, 40 yards. <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm taking, I'll be honest, I'm taking Lamar. Look, I'm going to be honest. Mm-mm. I'm going to be honest. Y'all can say how y'all want. I'm taking Lamar. Reason being, how deadly Lamar is. Think about it. Because think about it. In that type of situation, in that type of situation, they're going to be bringing heavy blitzes and all that. Right. Mahomes can't break free as much as Lamar can. And you've seen how better Lamar has gotten throwing deep and throwing on the run. I'm just saying, Mahomes, he can he got a little running on him, but I'm telling you, Lamar can break free better. I'm saying Lamar could probably pull an Eli Manning Super Bowl thing better than Patrick Mahomes. Like a crazy get out of pocket, throw deep, wildly anything, wild catch. I'm taking Lamar. I'm gonna be honest. I'm taking Lamar. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna plus, agree to disagree, but I that's that's a that's a, that's then, a tough call. Yeah. And then look at it, and then look at it. Who has better weapons? Who has better weapons on their team? Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes? Or Lamar, who has better I would weapons? Say Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Plus, he has the better offensive coach. If if he did not have Andy Reid and he did not have Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey, oh, I think stop. Patrick Mahomes oh, stop it. would just no. be bruh, bruh, Cyrus, Cyrus. Oh, stop. No. Every QB bro, that he Andy did it at Texas Tech. What you mean? Bruh, look at the look, if he had a competent coach, you think the he probably would have done better. But look at the Look at who they were playing. Look at the conference in general. I give Patrick Mahomes his due. He is one of the best. But I think the reason why he's so incredibly good in the NFL like that is Andy Reid. I'm just being honest. So what about Harbaugh, Harbaugh and, uh, and, and Lamar? Then you could, yeah, you basically said the same thing about that. Okay, only reason Lamar is good with, is not even Harbaugh. It's um the offensive coordinator because he also has... Is it Tony Sparangolo or whatever? I don't no. Know who it is. Oh, my God. I don't even know who it is. Well, you know who it is? Um, we'll make a little cameo on this. Oh, I forgot who it is, bro. I can't remember. It's Greg something. Greg Roman. Shout, Greg shout Roman. out to that man, Will. Shout out to that man, Will. Shout out to Prodigy in the background. <laughs> By the way, he, he said, said the facts. <laughs> the facts. Prodigy said he take Lamar too, so it's two two right now. DJ Doer, who you taking? Break it up. Break it up. Come on. DJ Doer, who you taking? 
Hey, y'all know I don't know nothing about this, so I'ma just. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> My name you, Paul. This is between quiet. y'all. He been quiet like me just on the uh, WWE part. Y'all already know. But, but, but come on, choose one. Think about it. Just choose one: Lamar or Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes got the better. Bro, arm choose your, choose your light skin brother, uh, Patrick Mahomes boy. Really? You going that way? Yeah. You know, what? This, just, just because you said it skin. that way, I will side nah. with the light skin this one and only time. Honestly, though, I, I, I would take Lamar. You're Give me that. We win. Lamar cow. Jackson. <laughs> Y'all are cow. I, I really wait. Do the Ravens play the? Uh, they have Chiefs this year. I think they do. I think they do. I think, and that's. I gonna, think they want. They sure do. They sure do. Yep. Honestly, but. they're the next Brady versus like Manning, like like constant, like good quarterback play matchup that you always want to see them. Uh, they're the next. No, no, no. Like, who sorry. are you saying it is then? Like, I mean, sorry, definitely not. Who are you saying like out of? Don't say Goff versus uh Mahomes now. Be honest, out of because think about it, Brady and Manning were in the both in the AFC like constantly. AFC Championship, AFC, like, the, Brady and Manning were always playing each other, like, constantly. You don't, is there any other quarterback in the AFC right now that, be honest, honest, like, honest, honest, honest to God, and I, I really do believe this, give the, absolutely, like, once we see what, we have, what happens this year, I can see that, that constant, kind of, like, just hit-for-hit battle between Mahomes and uh, Allen, Josh Allen, at the Bills. What? Josh Allen at the Bills. As Stephen A. Smith would say, that is blasphemy. What? No, no, sir. Bro, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen is Josh Allen is getting better every back. year. He's a glorified. You saying back. Josh Allen, my guy? Josh Allen of the Bills will give a better matchup to Patrick Mahomes than Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar, man. Lamar, Take Lamar is hit or miss at back. best Scrub in big game situations. Tell me I'm wrong. What? He's this a hit or miss. Did you see him so in the playoffs? Did you see? Did you see the way he folded in the playoffs? But first of all, when it comes to the playoffs, one, it's his offensive line, and two, and two, he wasn't playing. Bruh. How your offensive line bad in one game? Josh Allen got no accuracy for any day of the week, so. And plus, Josh Allen was bad in his first playoff game, too. He's the reason why they lost it, if you're being honest. So don't even just try to quote playoffs. You can ask anybody. Who would they rather see, Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes? What they gonna say, Lamar and Patrick? That's a bad show. Cyrus, I'm sorry. Like, I can understand where you're coming from, but no, Lamar definitely would put a better show than Josh Allen. Lamar, yeah. Lamar is a better running back than than uh than Patrick Mahomes. He's sure. a better runner. Don't say running back. They're both they're both drafted as quarterbacks. Okay, sure. If that's the case, then Blake Bortles is a running back. Oh, no. you're about to the nerve. Oh, you're about to the nerve. <laughs> that's, 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 we need to move on to that's, the draft. That's what we're doing now. That's what we're doing now. Come Next on, motion. Come on, motion. One of the biggest news in, in, in the NFL this, this, this month, Robert Gronkowski has been traded to the Tampa to Bay the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. What the hell is going on in the NFL? I have no idea. The parties in the Bay going to be wicked. How did that happen? The NFL, the NFL, let him bring legalize weed, and you already know what the deal is. Yeah, somebody, somebody was like, "Hey, you know what? We should try to get, we should try to get Rob Gronkowski." Let's see uh, if we can do it. Let's see. Brady has fact, by the way, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also (laughs) have drafted the first WWE champion. He's actually the current twenty four hour champion, twenty four seven champion. Bro, so, it could be anywhere. He someone could pull up to the game. I challenge you, Rob Gronkowski. That show would be so funny, bro. I think bro, bro, like, imagine NFL crossover. Oh my god! Do it at a halftime show. Bro, bro, no, 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 no. Imagine like right, like Gronkowski just out of nowhere just gets tackled, and then like a referee comes out of nowhere and just one, 
two, three. Dude takes off the helmet. It's our truth. That would be funny. See that 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 would be something that like gets WWE raid like stuff like that. Like I feel like something like that could happen way back in the day. Like that would be funny. Mm-hmm. Facts. But I mean, I think I mean, hey, like I said, I just want to make this very clear on the mic because I said this when they ha- when I first heard the news. The the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have uh, acquired Gr- Rob Gronkowski. Here's Quattro's response: eight and eight, wild card. Loss. Just letting y'all know that. Like, I'm still that. That you still you you still smoking that tree. I'm hearing you still smoking that tree because you still you still believe that stupidity. Hey, bro. No, no, I'm not smoking tree. I'm I'm clear and of sound mind. That changes nothing. We're putting too much hype around. You know, Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady being back together, bro. Like, because who else had a super team last year? Too much hype. And barely didn't even make the playoffs. The Browns. So exactly. That's what um, I was th- that wasn't even saying. a super team, though. It, it was. Huh? If, oh if God. Kareem Hunt would have been on there. paper. On paper, yeah. Exactly. That's what but, it was on paper. But but reality, look at who the head coach was. That's the thing. It all comes down to the head coach and but the nobody Bucks. was looking at that. They was looking at okay, we got OBJ, mm-hmm. we got um, Baker Mayfield, we're gonna get Kareem Hunt, we got Nick Chubb. We got Jarvis Landry. That's what any everybody was looking at. They didn't care about the coach. They was just looking at the players. Exactly. But think about it. Bruce Arians, he's a good head coach. Look, look what he did. He 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 helped Andrew Luck's career. And look, he made Carson Palmer almost go to the Super Bowl. And we're talking about Carson Palmer oh, yeah. for crying out loud. He realized Carson Palmer's career. I'm not going to lie. He really did. Bruce Arians is a good head coach. Sure, man. Sure. I mean, no, I agree. I definitely agree. I just think, I, I personally think it doesn't change anything. I almost danced around the fact, I always almost danced with maybe uh, nine and seven, but with the wild card and a win. But I just have to see, because Rob Gakowski, you know, he's been out for a year. That, that's, that's, a, that's a nice year being out of football shape and conditioning. So hopefully if he gets his body right, we'll see. Um, I mean, he did the say man he just needs to just go right. full force wrestling, honestly. Nah, I don't, I never thought he was going to be a uh, 300-day wrestler. I never thought he was going to go to, like, WWE. No, I, I, no, I, I can see him doing WWE, yes, just because of his personality. Like, real wrestling? Nah. WWE? Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, I for sure. Um, but the biggest thing that happened this month, the NFL Draft 2020. The virtual NFL Draft. First one to ever be held virtually. Which I think I it went off without a hitch. Huh? Go ahead. I just think dude was happy that he wasn't booed every time he was announcing. He, he encouraged it. Exactly. He, he said, before, the, before the draft even started, he said, okay, fans, let me hear it. And I was like waiting to see what it was. And he said, boo. they almost went boo. I was like, oh but my like, God. But like every time there was people did. cheering behind him. I mean, on all the screens. No one was. Blue. I got so tired. Of, I got so tired of seeing him turn to this. Every time they cut to him with the pick, he'd be like, come on, guys. Let me hear it. I'm like, bruh. You're doing the same. <laughs> You're a cap. He getting all that money just to sit in his basement, like facts, pretty much, and just call it out. Hey but man, uh, we're, we're just gonna go through the picks, and we'll talk about some of the more important ones. Uh, I think we got. We're just gonna go through round one, uh, since round two is going on as we're recording, and round three is going on as we're recording. There's a couple no, picks we made. Three, no, round, round three is done, my guy. All, all oh, rounds trap. are done. That is done. Well, yeah. we're not gonna go through them all because that's a lot of picks. And they're not all that important, unfortunately. But we'll if go you through guys the will major excuse ones. Excuse me, I'm gonna step boy. out for a quick second to get something to drink. Sure, DJ Newell is going to go take a poop for real. So I'm just letting no. you know. No, I'm Let getting some water. Let me stop. Let me stop. A fat <laughs> poop. Uh, but we'll go ahead and go with the first pick in the NFL draft. 
The Cincinnati Bengals take Joe Burrow, quarterback, uh, LSU. The true Tiger King. Macaulay Calkin. Calkin. I forgot to say his last name. That he looks just like him. That's true. He does. You're, he does like the Home Alone kid. <laughs> he does. Hey, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, I like the pick. I think uh, him learning under Andy Dalton is, is a match man in heaven. Hopefully they, they get, because like, they wanted to get rid of AJ Green, but now they're going to keep him because Joe Burrow was like, hey, I don't care who y'all get rid of, keep AJ Green. So do you think he's actually going to play this year? Most certainly. Do you think he's going to start week one? <laughs> Wait, uh, you say no? I said most certainly. Because they he's didn't. Gonna, he's going to play. Because they haven't traded Andy Dawson yet, which I was kind of surprised at. I'm like, okay, so what's the plan for Joe Burrow? Is he supposed to sit under Andy Dalton, or is I think, he going to be the week one starter? I think I think, I think the, the I think the starter. biggest thing is that they nobody was breaking down the door for Andy Dalton in the first place. So, like, then it was like, what was the point then of drafting him number one, drafting Joe Burrow number one? Somebody he most certainly him. wouldn't have been there at number two. <laughs> I, but it's like, I don't know. I guess you know you gotta do it for insurance purposes and stuff like that, like to make sure you got your quarterback of the future in case Andy Dalton doesn't work out. But yeah, yeah, I, was I think weird. Andy Dalton is solid enough to play to start. Cause I mean, especially if they're rebuilding, like I feel like they could they could tank for another for another not another quarterback, but tank for another defensive player or something like that. But I don't I don't I wouldn't mind watching Joe Burrow sit under because uh, there's no need to to rush rush the rush the food in the oven. Like let him let him bake for a year and then maybe in I'm, a year because Andy Dalton oh he's a free agent now, isn't he? No, no, he's still on the team. That's he's got saying. like no, one yeah. year. He's a free agent next year. year left. Yeah, he's a free agent next year. Let him finish out his let him let him finish out his last year, and then uh, let him sit under, learn from uh, Andy Dalton, and then 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 start him. That's gonna be interesting because it's been a while since like a first round pick number one overall pick sat down on the bench. Yeah, and facts. waited their turn. Yeah, I. That's how it's supposed know. to be, though. Well, that's the thing. That's how it's supposed to be, but like... But there's such a high expectation for that guy to perform now because yeah. that team, you know, that's the worst team in the league, so they need the best player, supposedly the best player in the draft to, you know, perform as soon as possible. Yeah, plus the Bengals, I'm going to be honest, I don't think they really needed that much on defense this year. They just had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Defensive-wise, I think they're set. Plus... The, they, they still have Geno Atkins, right? Yeah, plus they have a new head coach who's an offensive guy. So, you know, a lot of new offensive head coaches come in. They're looking to change everything on the yeah. offense, sometimes even the quarterback, even if it is talk about getting rid of a a veteran. And let's be clear, like, Andy Dalton's not bad, per se. Like, he just doesn't have yeah, a line. He's a, he's he does a not have a line. average type quarterback. He doesn't have a line. You know, it's interesting. Exactly. But in, with the second pick of the NFL draft, uh, Washington takes Chase Young, defensive Chase Young. end, Ohio State. I mean, we all saw this coming. Like, I like Chase Young. I'm not. I've kind of watched his games uh, at Ohio State. I mean, he's a baller. There, there was no way that he wasn't gonna go in the top five. Bro, he's like, I'm telling you, he reminds me so much of like when the first when Javion Clowney got drafted, mm -hmm. and he reminds me a lot of when Khalil Mack got drafted. His game reminds me so much of how Khalil Mack was in Oakland, how he is now. Like Just straight monsters. Chase Young, he can literally. He'll literally, move, he'll literally move the offensive lineman. Like, he, he don't can, care. He can move side to side, and he's dangerous and big, and I can't wait to see what he does. He, plus, he said he can't wait to get out the Lamar. So, can't wait to see how that goes. Hopefully, he don't get his ankles broke. Yep. And as we continue on, just kind of just kind of skipping through, Detroit got Jeff Okuda, quarterback, cornerback. 
Uh, the New York Giants picked up Andrew Thomas uh, from Georgia. He's that was very interesting to me because I personally had him as the number three offensive tackle coming down. Who, yeah, Andrew coming, Thomas? Yeah, because I personally saw either Isaiah Top or Isaiah Simmons, the the linebacker game picked here, or uh, who was it? Uh, Jedrick Williams or Makai Becton. Or Tristan Worse. I really thought those three guys were probably going to go. I yeah. thought it was going to be Tristan Worse to the Giants. Yeah, a lot of people thought that, and then they picked up Andrew Thomas. I really hope it works out because, you know, he was a pretty solid um, offensive tackle at Georgia, so I just want to see what he can do. Speaking I'm of Jeff you, Okuda real oh, quick, I think, I think Jeff Okuda, I think he was the top corner in the draft. Oh, most definitely. He, he literally is like, I would say take Jalen Ramsey's physicalness on a man-to-man and the zone play of Darius Slay. Put those together. Ooh. That's Jeff Okuda. Yeah, I don't so. think anybody else came, uh, came close to him. I don't think C.J. Henderson did. Uh, C.J. Henderson, in my opinion, or we're probably going to talk about this later, but he, you know, he had his own separate problems. But, yeah, Jeff Okuda was definitely the best defensive back in this draft. Facts. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I, I wanna, I've always said it. I think that uh, the, new, the new leadership and the new quarterback uh, in, what's his name? My gosh, why am I? Dale Jones in New York is going to be something special down the line. He had a great rookie year. I can't wait to see what they do uh, there. And it, and they're building around him. They're getting him, getting him protection and, yeah. uh, on the line. Yeah, true. Like, he has no reason not to, not to really perform this year. But as we continue on, with the number five pick, Miami takes Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. Ah, I can't say Tua. Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Quarterback <laughs> to Miami. Love this. Love slash hate this pick. Cause I'm just like I don't want to see Tua go to a team and die. I mean we we we've seen Josh Rosen straight up hit a wall in Miami, and then now I mean, we've now we've seen uh, Fitzpatrick pretty much sit there and die. And I'm just like I don't want to I don't want to see Tua start. <laughs> I want I, Tua I sitting under somebody. Yeah, he's not gonna start this season. I mean I think what is it? His hip is still. I mean he was still making throws, but I think from insurance purposes they're not gonna play him. Uh, that soon, definitely not week one, but he nah. might see some action in case they actually really need him. But to be honest, I think he sits out the year. Maybe after a bye, they're tanking completely. They put him in. Yeah, that's that's about it. But nah, I was he, surprised. Week one. I was surprised they got to. A, I thought Tua was going to the Chargers. I, that that's was my thing. Yeah, I thought Tua was going to the Chargers too. I thought the Chargers were going to trade up. I feel that. Yep. Yeah, maybe, but. Then, but... They got stuck with uh in the sixth pick. They got stuck with Justin Herbert from Oregon, which is I think I it's just a good pick. Not stuck with, but I yeah, think I'm about to say yeah, not stuck with because he's you know, my he's favorite a QB. smart quarterback. He's my favorite QB out of the whole draft. Justin Herbert, like he was the main QB. I I like anywhere. Like I was like Justin Herbert, wherever he goes, he's going to make noise. He's six six. He's mobile. He's, he's got, smart as heck. He's boy. got an arm. He held a four point uh GPA in college. Yeah, when his major like smart. microbiology, like he had like some crazy. It was major. general biology with yeah. a, I think, with a focus in biology. Yeah, he, like man, man, man is smart, and I mean he's got a perfect situation. I mean a brand brand new setup. He's got new um, new teammates, a new a team that's really rebuilding after getting rid of not getting rid of, but uh, parting ways with Philip Rivers. So I mean he's the time. ball the ball's in his court. So we gonna see. Yeah, let's see. But is it Tyrod Taylor at the Chargers? Who's at the Chargers? Yeah. So, so, yeah, Tyrod Taylor right now, he is the quote-unquote starter. They're definitely going to battle it out in, in, you know, in training camp. I think Tyrod Taylor starts week one, you know, to make him the scapegoat just in case he does bad. Yeah. So that way they can have Justin Herbert come in and be the savior 
if you know he does well. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that's what's gonna happen. Tyrod's a good vet to help train him too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tyrod was held even when he got benched by Baker, he was still helping Baker. Baker said, Yeah, Ty I learned I've learned a pretty good amount from Tyrod. So it's good. It's good that they have a veteran back there to help. Who's next? And it's actually Sorry about uh, that. your yeah, it's actually your Panthers. You know, they picked up Derek Brown from Auburn, defensive tackle. You know, this dude is he, he's a huge dude, man. But he, he big. I was expecting Isaiah Simmons because you know we need a lot of people were expecting Isaiah Simmons, but I'm okay. I don't even know why they didn't even pick him. I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know. It's probably because we have, like, think I think Shaq Thompson, you know, he's he's going to have that middle linebacker role because, like, Luke, he when Luke Keekley first retired, Shaq Thompson was like, ball's in my court now. I have to do this. And Shaq Thompson, he's he's learned from Thomas Davis and Keekley. So I'm not saying, like, I think Shaq Thompson's in a good spot to, you know, take off. But, you know, I really want Isaiah Simmons just because of how versatile he is. Yeah. But I'll take Derek. He's a run stopper, and we need to fix the defensive line. We lost Dontari Poe and Gerald McCoy, so we got to fix that that line. So I'm happy with him. Right, and then, you know, coming in at number eight, you know, you got the man Isaiah Simmons. You know, like you said, the best thing about him is his versatility. He played slot corner. He played safety. He played outside, lineback- outside linebacker. Uh, I think he played left defensive end, too. So he, he played all over the field. And, I was, and you know, I think the... The Cardinals, they're going to get a really good linebacker out of him who can play they you know, needed all over it. the field. They needed it, so their defense was collapsing I mean, completely. Yep. I, I I think they're, like I said, I think, like I, not like I said, but I think Arizona's going to be doing something special this year uh, with um, Kyler Murray getting a little more acclimated to the scheme and being in the NFL, so we'll see. And our Jaguars. Oh, boy. Oh, man. The Jaguars, I was actually really surprised they picked C.J. Henderson. So, like, C.J. Not really surprised. Florida cornerback. I I mean, it makes sense because, you know, they need a cornerback since Jalen Ramsey left, but it's like C.J. Henderson, you know, there is a lot of doubts I have around him. You know, his coverage skills aren't really that good, but, you know, he's lengthy. He's 6'1". He's got speed. But, yeah, but he really needs to fix his covering skills and his tackling skills because that was, that was one thing that that was really bothersome about him. I mean, I only thing I like, what I've liked about C.J. Henderson from what I've seen is he's quick. He can read the play. Like, most of the highlights I saw, he had he was eyeing the quarterback the whole time, so he can kind of saw with a... I guess you could say he's good at being a QB spy. If I could say a corner, he kind of reminds me of is a little bit of um Joe Hayden. When Joe Hayden came out, yeah. he reminds me a little bit of Joe Hayden. He's just not better at tackling. He's got to fix his tackling. But, you know, Jaguars, you know, the defensive coordinator, he's pretty good at helping develop good tackling. He helped yeah. a lot of good people. So... We just got to see. We got we got one of the best corners in the draft, so that's something to. Yeah, at least after, I mean, yeah, at least he's not like a straight, like just what is this like? Tevin Bryant was tw- two years ago, but um, Cle- the, the with the tenth pick, Cleveland selected Jedrick Wills from Alabama, the offensive tackle. Love this pick. Um, Facts. That was one of the major things that the Browns needed to do was protect Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield obviously decides he wants to be in the pocket. So if he's gonna be in the pocket, gotta protect him. I think Jedrick Wills was a great pick. I wanted Jedrick Wills in ja- in Jacksonville personally, but huh, you know Dave Caldwell. I'm pretty sure. I-, I just don't think he understands how the draft works. But <laughs> he doesn't understand no, offensive linemen. Yeah, he's kept his job, which is very, 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 very weird. I mean, this will this will be the last year because Shot Khan has already made it clear. He was like, um, he said, hey, "Winner yeah, go." <laughs> if y'all don't get this together, 
you and Doug Marone out of here. And our first game of the season is the Ravens. So, yeah. Say, needless first, to wait, say, <laughs> it is the, it's the Ravens. You our first, real? our first home game. Oh, I may actually have to go to that one. I would love to see Lamar live. Assuming so, COVID doesn't okay. cancel the season. Yeah, and that's assuming highly, the season doesn't uh, get canceled. I highly, I highly hope it doesn't. I don't, I don't think, sure it, I don't it think the season, it, I don't think the season itself is going to get affected. Training camps and stuff, for sure. Training but. camps, possibly. Maybe yeah, they did. camp starts, what is, it's where April, right? So, yeah, mini camps start next month. Training camp starts in July. Men, July uh, through August. Yeah, OTAs. All that stuff's probably going to get, you know, probably canceled. Who knows? I but. think they might just, can't. I think they should just cancel preseason. That's a stretch. I think they should yes. cancel preseason, most definitely. I, I, I 100% agree. And even if the COVID wasn't going on, I'd be like, cancel the preseason. So, <laughs> but as we continue on, the New York Jets select uh, Makai Becton from Louisville, offensive tackle. Love this pick. Uh, also, another, another instance of protect the quarterback, protect Sam Darnold. Man, he's a like, huge dude, too, you know, 6'7", 364 pounds, like... But that joker, that joker ran a 5'10", like... <laughs> yeah, he was the... Bro, all these offensive linemen, they were actually kind of fast in this year's draft, like... Facts. That was kind of weird. Which is crazy, because you don't even, like, really need to be fast. That's <laughs> crazy. I mean, to block downfield for your running back, yeah, but that's when it's an open space. Like, if you for a sure. Chiefs offensive lineman, you gotta be fast. <laughs> I'm... Um, and but, as yeah. we continue on, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders take Henry Ruggs, Alabama Rock receiver. Bro, this one had me shocked, really, to be honest. I thought they was going to go Judy. I Facts. actually know. Yeah, I really thought they was going to go Judy. I didn't think C.D. Lamb was going to go here. Mm. But, you know, Henry Ruggs, that man is fast. Yeah, it was. You know, they got themselves a speedster to, you know, match up with, uh, who is it, Tyreek Hill. So. Wait, Tyreek Hill? Yeah. What do you mean? The, like, because, no, you know. Oh, like in the division. Yeah, oh. that's what I'm saying. Like, they got themselves a speedster, you know. Chiefs got themselves a speedster, too. The Raiders actually have a lot of receivers. They picked up Nelson Aguilar. Well, yep. Case Pitt, well, we know Nelson Aguilar has issues catching right now, but maybe he'll get it fixed. I think, then, um, I think, they got I think a, Gruden's going to take care of that. <laughs> they, got a, they got another receiver. Hunter Winfro, that dude from Clemson. The man that's been at Clemson for, like, ever. Yeah, they got a lot of good receivers. And then Tampa Bay, I really hated this pick because I was like, oh, my God, they're really, like, just padding this man up so he won't get hit. Uh, Tampa Bay has selected Tristan Wirfs from Iowa offensive tackle. Oh, oh, that's going to be nice. I Tom, liked it. Tom is going to be so protected with Tristan Wirfs in, on the line. Uh, uh, 14, San Francisco took, uh, they traded up to get, uh, I can't read my own handwriting, Javon Kinlaw. Kinlaw. Bro, I actually thought the Jags were going to take him. Same. That's where he was projected in a lot of mock drafts. But the 49ers, they, they trying to make sure they stay straight. They trying yeah, to they go back to the Super Bowl. They got to keep Jimmy G up, standing up straight, which I understand. Uh, my favorite, Probably my favorite pick of the draft, uh, Denver selected Jay Judy from Wa- you Alabama, know Alabama my wide favorite. receiver. Drew Locke to Judy favorite. is going to be such a nice connection. Oh, my God. Bro, like, I'm jealous of y'all, bro. bro. It's going to be crazy. We got... We got Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Jerry Judy, uh, who is it? Cortland Sutton, bruh. And then now you got the KJ Hamler picked up KJ Hamler too in the second round. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. And Drew Lock and Drew Lock is Drew Lock played lockdown, so I I'm, I can't even cap y'all might y'all might y'all might scrape a a a sniff at the playoffs. 
Y'all ain't gonna Bro, make I'm it with your life. That give us a couple of years. That oh, division's yeah. not like I guarantee you, that division in a couple. It's not that. That's gonna be a hard division to win because all the teams are doing doing something. Like the Chargers, they're really good in free agency, fixing trying to fix their defense. Hopefully they do. Denver's bulking up their offense finally, and I think the defense will be straight because they have, I think, the best defensive coach in the game outside mm-hmm. of Bill Belichick. And um, God, what's his name? Oh my God, I just forgot his name. I talk about him all the time. He, he defensive coach my Bears. What's your head coach? Matt Nagy? Not, no, you, you guys oh, head Fangio, coach. Fangio, Fangio. Vic Vangio. Any team he's been on, defense has been lights out. 49ers, mm-hmm. Chicago, and now he's with Denver. So they should, be, they should be good. And you know what? I'm already calling them uh, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. I'm calling them Super Court and Judge Judy. Next motion. <laughs> <laughs> you already know how it is. Judge Judy, court is in session. He's ready to take your cornerback's ankles. I don't care about none of y'all. He don't care about none of y'all. You already know how it's gonna go okay. down. This right. man, this that, man, buggy. I had, I, I, I was trying not to lie too hard, but that was funny. AJ, so AJ Terrell went to Atlanta, and then for the seventeenth pick, CD Lamb to the Dallas Cowboys. Bro, I was like the funniest really, pick of the I night. Honestly, did not see that happening. Same. I thought there would be another offensive tackle. Honestly. Yep. I or tight end. I think they need a tight end. Or quarterback while you playing. CeeDee Lamb. Bro, like, CeeDee Lamb, he was my favorite receiver in the draft, and I'm mad he is a Cowboy because the Cowboys already have Michael Gallup and Amari Armani Cooper. Exchange Cooper. Like, I hate come you. on. <laughs> Bro, like, I'm just saying, <laughs> Dak, Dak, it can't get any better for Dak. But yeah, Dak's still going to overthrow and throw picks. So, you know. And, I mean, and then, yeah, and then he's ask Prescott. $40 million. So. But then again, it's Dak Prescott's the Cowboys. He, he may get it. I don't know. The Cowboys, I think they should still draft a quarterback. I, thought, I, I honest to God that they were going to pick up uh, Jalen Hurts in a surprise, like. Well, I think they pick. were. But the E, but, but we'll get to that later. But yeah, what's the next pick? Um, uh, the next Austin pick. Jackson. Yeah. From USC, offensive tackle. I mean, it kind of goes without saying. If you draft a quarterback, you got to get an offensive lineman, too. I yeah. think the Dolphins are in a good rebuild. Oh, for sure. Oh, I agree. They had, they had three first-round picks, so yeah. They're, and they're, they, doing, they're chilling right they now. They weren't bad, either. Who's next? Um, Las Vegas, Damon Arnett to, from Ohio State to quarterback um, to, to Las Vegas Raiders. I actually like I wanted video. him. Yeah, he played on the opposite side of Jeff Okuda, you know, number two uh, cornerback on the list. You know, it's pretty good. John no, Gruden. John Gruden is literally like just putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. Like I think he's gonna do something really special in Las Vegas. Um, yeah, he has to. All that money they paid him. Yeah, they gave him what hundred million dollars for ten years. Yep. Yeah. So with the twentieth pick, Jacksonville selects Clavion uh, Chaseon from LSU, offensive Chasing. linebacker. I mean, not offensive linebacker, linebacker. Um. Right outside linebacker. Outside linebacker. Uh, I, um, I like it. Yeah, one thing I noticed about him that he has speed, and that's one thing that they lacked on that defense since um, who was it? Ah, uh, his his name was in my head, and now it's gone. Miles Jack. So that's like, great. He, he left. No, not Miles Jack. Telvin Smith. Since he left, Telvin Smith. Telvin Smith. Yep, that's what they've been lacking on the defensive end with speed. That's what Telvin Smith gave him, and that's what I think Jason he can do for them as well. I think they literally drafted. Josh, another Josh Allen. Yeah, I agree. And he's, he's going to play on the opposite side of Josh Allen. So all I'm going to say is running backs trying to run to the outside. 
good luck. Them boys can go out, can can breathe that outside run. They're fast enough to catch up to you because they're they're not too big. They can do. Saxonville may be back up there. They may be rebuilding Saxonville as we speak with Kayvon See, the, the, real, the real test is going to be that first home game. What, what we can do, what, how we can contain Lamar. If we can contain Lamar, we can contain anybody. I, I mean, opinion. Josh Allen played Lamar three of his four years in college when he played at Kentucky because they used to always play each other in the last game of the season. Mm. So Josh Allen knows what it's like to play against Lamar. Bet. And then but that was college. With the NFL. 21st pick, the Philadelphia this pick Eagles. This made me so mad. I'm not even going to lie, because this pick should have been flip-flop. It should have been flip-flop between the, uh, who is it, the, the Vikings and the and the Eagles. You're talking about Justin Jefferson? Yeah, Jalen Rager yeah. should not have been picked by, exactly. the, by, the, by the Philadelphia Eagles, man. It should have been Justin Jefferson. Oh, God. That's where everybody had Justin Jefferson going to, was the Eagles. And then Jalen Rager went, I'm like... Why? Like, why? Yeah, I, I honestly didn't see much of his tape. It wasn't that all impressive either. But I'm like... Right. Oh, Justin Jefferson really should have gone here. They just replaced Nelson Aguilar, but they need another big. Justin Jefferson is a good sized receiver. He can get down. The... Like I don't understand why they did not pick him up. I was surprised by this, but I wasn't surprised Justin Jefferson went next to the Vikings. I was upset he did because we got to play him twice a year in Chicago. But who <laughs> has a stud? Oh my bad. Go ahead. Dude's a stud. I I think the Eagles are going to regret not getting him. Of course. I mean, Jalen Rager? Yeah, unless Jalen Rager works out, then, you know, kudos to them. They found a diamond in the rough. But it's like, for now, come on. <laughs> like, he was the best receiver available. Who was the uh, 23rd pick? 23rd pick was Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. You know, just another safe pick. They actually, uh, New England actually traded this pick to to the Chargers. Um, well, hold on. Kenneth Murray's a Charger? Yeah. Bro, the chart. I'm, I'm telling y'all, that Chargers defense... You can't go wrong. Kenneth Murray, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa, Chris Harris. I forgot Casey Bosa Hayward, was there. Oh, Casey crap. Hayward, and then Derwin James. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. That's what I'm this telling you. Man. AFC West is the, the toughest. The AFC West is going to be hard. Like, I can't wait to see. That's the fun That's the fun part about the, the AFC West. Like, you never know who's going to win it. Like, you know, because right now it's just up in the air. I mean, like, you know, you got the Chiefs, but, you know, the Chiefs have... Now they they now got the Raiders to worry about. You know, you got the... You got the Chargers to worry about, and so it's just, it's just up in the air. It's not going to be a cakewalk for the Chiefs to just win that division no, this year. For sure. Oh yeah, most definitely. It's not going to be a cakewalk. And then uh, Caesar Ru- Caesar Ruiz, Michigan center to New Orleans. Yeah, I thought this was an interesting pick. I didn't really expect him to even go in the first round, to be honest. But you know, some added protection for um for Drew Brees. I don't you know, think he played a lot. He played a lot of positions along the line, so that was an interesting pick. Drew and Brees then, is trying to win him a Super Bowl. Facts. And then, mm-hmm. so the San Francisco 49ers uh, traded up to get Brandon Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk from Arizona mm-hmm. wide receiver. Uh, I like this. Uh, get some, uh, get some, get some, get some, some receivers out there to, to get Garoppolo to throw to. I mean, I personally think with Emmanuel Sanders in this pick, this is going to be awesome. Well, Emmanuel Sanders yeah. is in New Orleans now. Yeah, he's not, right. he's not in San Francisco. Oh, man. Dang, why did they only get... fold? Yeah. But plus, you saw this kid has an 81-inch wingspan and he's under six foot. Bro, that is yeah, insane. Yeah, who, who'd they say he has the same wingspan as? Calvin Johnson. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And Calvin Johnson's 6'5"? Six, six yup. <laughs> and he's only... Yeah, he's five inches shorter than him. That's that's kind of weird. Basically, you can almost overthrow him and he will, he will catch it. <laughs> hey, as long as, long as you G catch it... Jimmy G gonna have fun with him. Fact. Yeah, he don't have no problem Bo- overthrowing. And Debo Samuel. 
probably one of the biggest picks of uh, this was the weirdest one. pick. The Green this Bay Packers select Jordan Love, Utah State quarterback, and they traded up. They, they traded, traded up Miami. I love this pick. I mean, they also t- they talked about how um, Aaron Rodgers is the same age that Brett Favre was when they, when they picked him up. I mean, yeah, they're looking like towards like the future. Apart, but yep. Honestly, I mean, I thought that was kind of weird. Like, you, like you could tell from the jump that uh, that Matt Lafleur, yeah, Matt Lafleur, that Aaron Rodgers isn't his guy at all. Like, they had their their struggles in the season themselves. Yep. And this is it's kind of weird. Like, you would think they would get more help for Aaron Rodgers, but they're just picking up his replacement. Plus, A Rod's like thirty six, so I don't see him playing in his forties. Nah, I think he's he's just about done with the Packers. Yeah, I mean, plus, I think after, that after like the let, whole thing with go ahead. After the whole thing with um, you know, there was issues with like when he was asking for a contract and all that. They were like, "You're asking for too much money." He's like, "I'm Aaron Rodgers. I get y'all a Super Bowl. I've done this and that and all that," which is true. But honestly, out of that side of that Super Bowl and the Hail Marys, he's. He's still one of the best quarterbacks, but he's been getting injured lately. Like, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. That's another thing. Health is a big concern, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy throughout a year. He's always having them side problems, them ribs, his arm. And I think his main thing has been, like, he like he needs more weapons. Like, he only has Devontae Allen. Not Devontae Allen. What's his Devontae name? Adams. You're Devontae close. Adams. That's about it. I mean, you know, they picked up A.J. Dillon in the second round, who's like one of, who was one of the best running, running backs. backs in college football this year. But Elusive. outside of that, he needs more weapons. That's the they problem. Should, they he should resign. He needs a tight end. He Eddie needs Lady. a tight end. Eddie Lacy. I'm resign Eddie Lacy. Uh, no. Next <laughs> <laughs> motion. I mean, they can go uh, ahead and resign him. They can go ahead and resign him. That'll help out Chicago perfectly. We love tackling Eddie Lacy. <laughs> Your cap. The Seattle Seahawks uh, select Jordan Brooks, Texas Tech uh, interior linebacker. Love it. Bruh, scary. That dude scares me. I saw his face. I'm like, bruh, this man's perfect for Seattle. After like... Jordan Brooks, I don't even know half of these players, man. Like, I'm not even going to be Who's honest. the next one? It's going to be uh, So I'll just run through, just run through these last one. Patrick Queen yeah, just run through them all. We don't know them. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Wilson Isaiah. with the Tennessee yeah. from Georgia. Uh, he was actually Noah. expected to go a little bit higher. I know yeah. about him. He, I thought he was going to go. I thought he was actually going to go to Cleveland. Or did Cornerback he? from Auburn, Noah Ibogini to Miami. Don't even try Bro, it. It was so funny. Um, It was so funny because I saw this one post that said, I feel that... Somebody said that they feel bad for whoever the equipment manager is for the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Because you have Tagovailoa's Loa's name you got to pronounce. You got this dude's name that you got to put on the jersey, too. Like, right, that's, just, all the material. that's gonna be a hard yeah. job. That dude, Tell- he he was nice when, in their LSU game. I watched him in the LSU game. He's a he's a physical corner. Yeah, I'll but... Uh, um, and then... Uh, uh, Shomo was basically saying, don't even try to pronounce his name. <laughs> he, he... Because of... Uh, because... I think he is Nigerian. Yeah, he's Nigerian. And so I was like, no, he's going to pronounce his name wrong. I'm like, so well. I, I, I knew I butchered that. Yeah. And then she got 31, so excited when he got uh, drafted. Like, he's Nigerian. He's Nigerian. Well, good for him. Jeff Gladney. Jeff, Jeff Gladney went to Minnesota from, uh, from TCU. San. I was Trade surprised. I thought Minnesota was going to get... Not Grant Delpit. What's that corner's name? I thought there was. I thought Grant Delpit was gonna go in the first round. To be honest, I thought that. But I don't think there was a. Need oh my for god! That what was safeties. his name? Ooh. Look, he was drafted in the second round. Who are we talking about? Oh, I can't remember the dude's name. Oh, 
Trayvon Diggs. I thought Tra- they were going to draft oh, Trayvon. Oh, he went to the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. that was Stephon's little brother. I thought they were going to draft him. Not late in the second round, but that it was, was like mid-second round. I was upset they got him. I wanted him in Jacksonville. And with the 32nd pick in the first round of the NFL draft, the Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs select Clyde Edward. Uh, he was low-key nice in LSU. LSU, yes. I'm not going to lie. He was the yes. first running back to go. He was first running back to go in the first round. So, I wanted DeAndre. I wanted him to get DeAndre Swift, but Edwards fits their scheme better, so I can understand. Yeah, Swift went to the to the Lions, I believe. Which was, it's just fin to be nasty. So that could be... You, they're oh, trying what? to build something up in Detroit. Like, I ain't never seen like this. Yeah. But yet they're still banking on Matthew Stafford, which is, like, insane to me. They just need to give him an offensive line. He's just a give good... him some work. Matthew Stafford's a good QB. Like, I hate when people say that he's not. Exactly. He's a very good QB. It's just that Detroit has done him so dirty the 10 years he's been in the league. For real. They they couldn't keep Calvin Johnson. Well, Calvin Johnson decided to leave for, you know, yeah, he retired, yeah. reasons. You but... know, he wanted to smoke his tree. Well, you know, it is what it is. But... <laughs> it is what it is, but... I'm weak. But like, that concludes our, our, our biggest, our draft picks of round one. Some kind of spurts around uh, Jalen Hurts did go to the to Philadelphia Eagles. I did not expect him to drop that far. Um, I mean, I did. I did. I did. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, most of those teams really didn't need a quarterback in the first round. Yeah, did any? Did, I don't think any team took a QB in nope. the second round. Except well, I mean, in the first round. Oh, wait, no. I yeah, mean, the first round. Yeah. Let me stop. Jalen except, Hurts except. Won, yeah, Jalen Hurts won in the second round. Let me stop. Like, yeah, I think yeah, I think the Cowboys did want to get Jalen Hurts as their backup, but of course the Eagles stole it from him. Um, you know, I'm surprised. I do think he will end up being their starting quarterback because Carson hasn't been able to stay healthy. Why, week two, yep. I'm calling it. Week two, wow, that's Carson. Ter- Carson week two, guy. <laughs> Dang, wow. I'm telling, this man can't stay healthy. He's gonna get another backup. I. He- What's going to happen to him, he gonna, basically, he's just going to get another backup to take his job. Well, my biggest surprise from round two, who I think stole round two, was the Ravens when they got J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State. Oh, like, yes. Bruh, talk about a run-heavy team. Bruh, you telling me Mark Ingram, Lamar, and now J.K. Dobbins? Bruh, I'm sorry. They're running as, who said it best? What you? What's the game plan? Run it up, they, you know, bruh. The Ravens are finna just be, yup. Run, run, run. The read option's finna be Why deadly. Um, but see, I saw what J.K. Dobbins did with Justin Fields. But the running, all that running ain't gonna, ain't gonna fly in the playoffs. And that's why they're gonna get booted home just like they did last year. I Well, no, no, no. I will say this. I, I think J.K. Dobbins brings a whole new element to their playbook. I think they're gonna be even better with J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I'm being honest. Is Mark Ingram he, not, not there anymore? Who? Mark Ingram, is he still at the ball? No, he's just getting older. Mark Ingram is still there, but like... He's just getting old. That's the problem. J.K. Dobbins brings speed and agility and power. The read option's finna be deadly there. And I'm a, I, and I'm a hot take. I don't even think the Titans are making the playoffs. Of course just saying. not. I feel you like sure about that? Tannehill flatlines this. this I, be, I, be be like I bet. I bet he I bet he won't. He gonna steal that. He gonna steal that money and go. You think Ryan Tannehill's <laughs> going to prosper? He said you think Ryan Tannehill? Yes. He gonna, steal I, their money bro, he gonna be like he gonna be is, just like the Jags of twenty eighteen. The scheme is perfect. Yeah, the, just like Mike Grable's a great coach for him. He's got a line, he can run, he can throw. He has no reason not to succeed. Okay, no. I'm a bro, literally it's be so funny. Cause like I said, they should drop the quarterback steal the money and go. They should they should drop the quarterback. We gonna see. We gonna see. Um and as we uh <laughs> as we conclude, 
I just want to say to all the draftees out there, you know, and like Marshawn Lynch said, hey, man, take care of y'all bodies. Take care of y'all, of y'all mentals. Take care of y'all chicken. You know, when you get to this league, man, take care of y'all bodies, man. Take care of y'all chicken. I just I just want to say that to all the draftees. But that this has been another episode of Cafeteria Talk. The podcast where we talk about Indian everything just like he does at the cafeteria tables. You can find me, Quattro, on Instagram at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U. And you can also uh, catch me at... Uh, I'm sorry, I pulled blank there. You can catch me on Twitter at RedCore317. Where can they find you, DJ Noah? Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch at DJ underscore Nua. That's DJ underscore N-U-A-H. I like it. Twitch you can find me new. on Instagram with slick without the C underscore underscore Rob two B's underscore on Instagram. I almost folded there. And y'all can find me kid dot seventeen on Instagram. Love y'all boys. Uh, this has been another episode. We got what we got coming out soon. We got we got Star Wars fan love coming out on May fourth. Can't wait to drop that. We had a really good time doing that episode. Uh, and also, we plug my boys over at Soupcast. They're winding down, and they're in the last stretch. Two more episodes left, and Soupcast will be branding to the new show, Brackets and B-Rolls. Uh, stay tuned for that. Love you guys, man. Thanks for listening. What did you guys think of the draft picks this year? Love y'all. Do something nice for somebody. And we out. Cafeteria Talk. Cafeteria Talk.